Hey there, thanks for joining us back with AgroLiquid talking about the labs that we're going to be doing with Extreme Ag. And Temple Roads, our affiliate in Eastern Maryland, is going to be putting on a lab or putting on a learning uh, opportunity for all of us in conjunction with AgroLiquid. And I want to hear what that is going to do, why we're doing it, what objectives we uh, uh, you know, are putting out there, and more importantly, what lessons we might all learn from this. In case you didn't know this, Extreme Ag conducted labs with AgroLiquid liquid at several of the guys' farms in 2022. We're actually increasing and doing more of that in 2023. So Temple, uh, you don't need an introduction because probably by now everybody knows you, but Joe Leslie with AgroLiquid, give me the quick and dirty. You're uh, a territory rep for yeah, AgroLiquid covering the East. Yep, sales account manager for AgroLiquid covering Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey. So basically the mid-Atlantic states. I've uh, been doing that for four years now with AgroLiquid. Got it. Well, Temple's our guy right there, Eastern Shore, Maryland, Chestnut Manor Farms, and probably one of my favorite people to talk to um, because he's always got something. He's always got something clever to say. But Temple, what's the lab going to look like? You, you, you're just you just got this flinged on you, and you're going to be doing this lab now. Yep. What's it look like? Well, um, you know, in the lab, you know, we we have a spreadsheet that we all they're on these Google sheets that Shelly and all of them set up for us, and um, it's actually pretty neat. Like, you know, we have to put in like exactly what what our general standard practice is so once we fill all them in and then the guys like joe they look at you know our soil samples our fertility um, what we're already doing our practices and all that stuff and then they try to see where they can fit the piece into our puzzle to make us better i mean it's it, this this thing's really kind of neat um the way it's set up i i, I can't wait to do it what else is kind of neat is before we hit the record button, you said, hey, I'm going to be honest, Joe, I don't use agro-liquid stuff. Um, it's been years since I touched any of your stuff. So I think there's a, this is cool. It's not like, hey, we're just, uh, you know, doing the same old stuff. You haven't had agro-liquid on your acres for more than a decade, you said. Yeah, I mean, it's been, well, it hadn't been a decade, but it's been seven or eight years, and I used a bunch of their micronutrient products, which I liked a lot. But our problem was at that at that time it was hard for us to get a hold of it you know a lot of this stuff is about availability you know what's available to us at my fingertips at any given moment and ag liquids making sure that all these things are going to be readily available in my area at our fingertips which is great um the the neat thing about all this is is he's getting to see you know our problems what's in our souls and what's neat about a lab is is maybe they can find a piece or a, a missing link that I'm not I'm not I'm not certain that I'm covering yet you know and this is a product that we've never we've never used this so it's it's out of the box thinking for us how many acres, by the way, when we say lab, somebody's tuning in saying, like, are they going to, like, go into, wear white jackets and, like, have beakers and crucibles? And no, 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 no. What are we talking, like, 20 acres? What's the, what's it going to look like? Um, Joe, what is this one? Is this one 20 or 40? Because there's two different I think, ones. I, I think can't... it's 40. Temple, I think it's it's 40 and it's four 10-acre yeah. pieces, right? So the, there's yeah. 40 soybean block and then there's 40 in the corn block. Okay, so, so is, Temple, um, is Temple doing just 40? Uh, or is he doing 80? It'd be 80 total. It'd be 40 in the corn block and then another 40. We're doing two that's different correct. labs there and a soybean as well. Okay, so that's pretty cool. So you're talking about 80 acres of this guy's farm that are devoted to this. So I like it because we've all been to field days where they go out and they took a 
four row experimental planter and planted about a hundred yards. And we're supposed to pretend that that's actually what agriculture looks like. It's like, you can do a lot. That's not real. So, okay. In 40 acre blocks, the way the lab works, Joe, you're going to set it up. How just talk about the corn first. Yeah. So on the corn side, we get presented from temple, the grower standard, right? So what Temple's already doing on his farm to grow, grow his high yielding corn. And we take our product line and figure out where we can fit into that. Right. So we're not overhauling the whole program. I mean, these guys are, the best of the best, right? They're already doing a great job of growing corn. Um, and we know that there's products in our lineup that we can plug in there, whether it's the micro pack, um, we're gonna play with some sulfur on the corn um, and look at different things that way. So it's more adjusting the program, tweaking a little bit like Temple said, to try to get a little more yield out of what we're doing um, and see where our products fit with, and specifically with what Temple's doing. I mean, we're not trying to do a standard program for the whole country. We we can get real specific on what we're you're doing on your farm or your operation, which is which is one of the nice aspects of what we do. Temple, we've covered this in a, in previous recordings for Extreme Ag about the oh maybe not unique. Unique means there's no comparison, but certainly um, you have some challenges being where you are in the Chesapeake Bay watershed that a lot of farms don't and farmers don't have to deal with. And that's in nutrient management because starting 20, 30, 40 years ago, they said the Bay is dying. It's because of agriculture. And so they really hammered down on you. The agro-liquid thing is going to work well because the old practice of just getting tons of stuff and going out and flinging on dry tons of uh, fertilizer doesn't work. Agro-liquids program is putting fertility. If I'm not mistaken here, it's going to be all in furrow, mostly all in furrow, Joe. Uh, and for two by two or side dress, I mean, there's three different places we're going to put it. But Got it. And that's going to work well for you, Temple, because it fits your practices you have to adhere to. Yeah, they already know. You know, I mean, that's one of the things that they ask for in there. You know, what exactly are your practices? How do you apply fertility now? And ag liquids thing is, is they they want to ban fertility and as efficient as possible. That's the whole secret to it. You know, less gallons, really, really efficient. And that works really good with us in, in our watershed because we have to, how many times have I said this, Damien, we have to make every ounce count. So being able to cite that specifically for those three things. And I think another thing is, you know, you have to keep in mind, we talk about it all the time. Um, knowing the stages of the crop, knowing what the, the needs are of that specific crop at that specific stage. It's very, very important. Not only that, and then you got to tie the weather into the whole thing as well and where you're at. You know, we're going to be at an advantage here. That's why we're doing it under irrigation. So we don't ever have to worry about a drought so we can get the best out of it. Um, but, you know, again, it's all about efficiency. And that's that's key here. By the way, if you ever wondered, Joe, if Temple's going to be a sellout, he hasn't even gotten the name of the company right twice. He's called it Ag Liquid when it's Agro Liquid. But here's the thing: what I just try to keep it simple, Ag Liquid. Agro Liquid. And by the way, Joe, um, how many times is he going to be putting your micronutrients on? Um, I mean, is he going to be doing that at planting and then one time through the season, two times during the season? Just kind of what are you outlining? Yeah, so the way we're looking at it is we want to give that plant um, several different shots of micronutrients. So there'll be an inferro package that'll get the plant started. There'll be some over in the two by two that once that plant, that root system gets growing, it's going to have another shot of micronutrients. And then we're going to add a micro pack in the foliar. So when we get in these high yield environments, um, we want to spread out our applications as much as possible. And, and back to what Temple said, that was really key was knowing that plant's life cycle, what it needs certain nutrients and introducing those nutrients at the appropriate time is, 
is really key. So yeah, several shots. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna keep. So you're seeing obviously at time of planning in fro and two by two, and then one foliar pass or two three foliar passes. So we're gonna we're gonna fit in with what Temple's already doing, and he maybe can can speak to that. But we're gonna we're gonna every time he goes through with a foliar, we're gonna spike it with with a, with a nutrient. We're gonna try to keep pushing yields as we go. Got it. So how many? What do you see happening with that Temple? Well. Um, you better get ready because we like to, we like to spend a lot of time in the field and go over the top. So, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll make probably, uh, four to five foliar passes on our high yielding stuff. And then we'll come in at the end with an airplane at the end to put the last one on, you know, really late, like, you know, Chad and I were talking about, you know, yeah. last year, um, I want to keep implementing that, you know, certain things that we're finding out again in these stages that we need certain things. That's what's really important. And one thing to keep keep in mind, you know, I've I've heard a lot of farmers, you know, all across the country say they just can't seem to get anything out of some of these micro packs. But exactly what Joe just said is key. It's all about what that plant's needs are at that stage. You have to feed the plant. And that's what I think, you know, here in Adel Marva, farmers here have had to farm I'm not going to say without fertility because that's not the case. We, we, we definitely farm with fertility, but learning that plant, that's, that's what's key because that can cost you a lot of money if you apply the wrong products on at the wrong time and you get zero effect versus doing it at the right time. And then all of a sudden you have a huge ROI. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be neat to see. And uh, you've got Joe here, one of the Sendit twins. Uh, him and Chad, they're not against. They're not against going out. They they go out. They they can't stay out of the field. I mean, like they they can't no. they can't stop putting stuff in there. Real quickly on the controls because it's a lab within that forty acres. You're talking about ten acre tracts, so you're not going to do everything the same. Does one of them get nothing? Does one of the ten acre tracts within the forty get nothing? That 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 one track would be what Temple's grower standard is. So it'll still get the, the base nutrition program, and then we build off that. So that, in in theory, is our check is is what okay. Temple's base program is. Which is not which is no slouch. Obviously, the guy's doing uh -oh. well on his normal standard practices. Anyhow, yeah. all right. Last question: What do you think? What what would be success, Joe? Um, five percent more, ten percent more on uh, the agro liquid boosted versus the standard practice. You know, so success would be, so we have like 30 years of research in agri-liquid. We have these win rates with our micro pack and our foliar programs. And success for me would be getting the yield boost that we've seen with our research and matching up with Temple's program. So like our foliar programs, we see eight to 10 bushel soybeans out. If I can do that on Temple's farm with a with what he's already putting down, then I then we see that our, our products are working, they're doing what they need to do. So really just um, that would be success is, is seeing seeing the responses that we're used to um, in these high yield environments on Temple's farm. Temple, what's can, it? Can I, answer, can I answer the same question, please? Yep. yep. So success is either way. And I'm going to tell you why. Because in XA, we're going to figure out whether it worked or whether it didn't work. And whether we put something in there and we have a loss, it is a learning curve and we're going to be better next year. For every loss, there's always success. I've learned more in losses than I ever had in success. So either way, it's going to be a success. Well, we hope that we hope that we don't go out there and do all this work with AgriLiquid and find out that it didn't give us a yield bump. Uh, but I agree with you. Either way, that's why we're doing the labs. That's why we're doing yep. it. Um, 
just and this maybe is the last question, Joe. In rough numbers, what do you expect the cost like if if we're doing this boost? Because then the person says, "Hey, that's great. I went out to Temple's lab, and his field day is going to be August. I think it's going to be August twenty second, um, yep. and that's when the field day is there. And then we're going to start. You know, there's going to be some proof in the pudding. Granted, we're not harvesting yet." Um, but then the person's going to say, yeah, his crops look amazing. It also was an added cost of $100 more per acre. And I don't think you can pencil that out. What do you think? What's the real number? I mean, it, it, it's going to vary. I mean, the micro program we're doing, we're probably looking at that $20 to $30 an acre cost. The foliar programs, you're probably in that $20, $25 a pass, right? So we go through three times. We're going to be $50, $60. But on soybeans, um, you know, a few bushel we're paying for it and we're used to seeing eight to 10. So we're, we're putting in programs that, that, that I would say a typical farmer can afford and would do and would have a great ROI with. I mean, we're, we want to put something on Temple's farm that every grower can learn from and take if, you know, with the results we get. Yeah. I got a question. Can I ask you a question, Damien? Um, Joe, let's say that, um, this year goes by, everything's great. Next year's lab comes up and we're back to $4 corn and we're back to $8, $9 soybeans. Do you adjust your program for us um, in the labs to facilitate the, the loss and in income on the other side to make sure that there's an ROI? Do you back up like we're going to have to back up? So what I, what I do, we look all the time at win rates and we plug in all of our research. So I'll take a local commodity price and I'll plug it into a, a yield win rate that we expect for micro 500. So we expect eight bushel corn out of that. Okay. I know what the cost is and I adjust. So whether corn's $4 or $8, I can plug in that, that, that corn price and give you a percentage of times you will get an economic return. So I use that kind of stuff on the backside to help make or help growers make decisions. Yeah, when, when corn and bean prices are where they're at, yeah, we do one more extra foliar spray. Yeah, we bump the micro pack up. We do things like that. When corn's four bucks, I mean, yeah, we would adjust accordingly. Um, your environment may be a little different, Temple. You may wanna you may want to push yields regardless, right? So as long as we know it's gonna have an ROI at four dollar corn, we're gonna do it. I like it. We're going to leave it there. And I want you, dear listener or viewer, to stay tuned because we're going to be, uh, you know, here it is. We're recording this in February. We're going to be dry. we're going to be getting this program going when when the wheels start turning in, in Maryland at Temple's Farm. And then we're going to be at the field day, August 22nd. That's a Tuesday, August 22nd. It's an agro liquid field day at Temple's property. He's used to putting on events. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be an educational event. It's going to be a fun event. And you know what? You should be there August 22nd. What's the town in Maryland? Centerville, Maryland. Centerville, Maryland. All right. Be there. Thanks for being here, Joe Leslie. Thanks for being here, Temple. And we will keep uh, we'll keep dialed in. And we want you, dear listener, to do the same. Till next time, I'm Damian Mason with Extreme Act.